0: We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... And welcome to Studio 222 at the ABC and Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover, and please welcome this year's, uh, this week's Remotely Connected Gang, Tommy Dean, Alice Fraser and Gene Kitson!
1: This century's Hello. group. This century, this <laughs> millennium.
0: This millennium's Yay. gathering. This millennium's group. But, Every week feels like a year. Yeah, now. but let's uh, <laughs> let's check you up with this millennium's news. Who is having a sub
1: relationship with China this week? Well I have to say uh, I'm very excited that this is our lead story this evening. Um, So much fun. First off let me just say I have always been excited when Australia talks about getting a submarine (laughs) because you have wanted one for so long. (laughs) Truth be told the submarine is the last piece before you have your very own set for battleship. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Um Well, Bob Hook ordered some in 1985. <laughs> they arrived. My theory is, my theory is submarines are the naval are, is the navy's equivalent to the fast train to Canberra. Yeah. Yeah. They love to bring it up. They love to talk about it. Look look it is so ubiquitous. In my mind, the idea of Australia and submarines is for years on Q&A, when I did the warm-up for Q&A, the original producer for that show, Peter McAvoy, uh, when he would talk to the audience about the questions, he would always close by saying, look, we're going to be talking about things. If you want to talk about the topic at hand, raise your hand and Tony Jones will come to you. But if you, if you want to talk about something like submarines... <laughs> We've done it. Every week. We did it in 1985. For a decade, submarines were the things you just shouldn't bring up out of order. Mm. Wait until it matters.
2: Collins class. Remember those submarines? They sounded like a washing machine full of gravel, apparently, when they arrived.
0: (laughs) After years, decades. Don't diss them. They're all we've got.
3: Don't but that's a washing machine man out of gravel. How else are you going to get distressed jeans? <laughs> well,
1: it was exciting, you know, and I think uh, the coming together of the three countries is a very exciting time. And I don't want to brag, uh, but, you know, when this deal was done just recently, one of the few gigs that I've had uh, recently was I was the MC at the big gala dinner when uh, they finalized this deal. Uh, uh, so uh, I think uh, uh, I managed so, to yeah. save some tape from that. Oh, okay. This is good. So we've got an insider's tape, have we? A little insider's. It's just uh, the last ah. moments at the gala dinner at the, big, at the big submarine announcement. As we conclude our evening together, let me say that what you have done today is forge a power trio more formidable than Rush, more enticing than Neapolitan ice cream, and more coherent than the Three Little Pigs. All that is left to do... Is approve the acronym this agreement will be known as Tradition Dictates we order the countries in terms of importance. So United States first, then the United Kingdom and Australia. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present you, Saka? Oh, uh (laughs) yes, okay. Uh little B sorry, I'll just move that there. And ladies and gentlemen. May I present... Aukus, eh? (laughs) um, All right. Uh, Hey, what's more down under than a submarine? Am I right? (laughs) Let's let Australia go first. I give you... (laughs) Aukus.
4: Aukus.
1: Sounds fearsome. China's quaking at the sound of...
0: August. It does kind of sound like awkward, though, doesn't it? That's the only thing.
4: And, <laughs> and Tommy, so whilst,
0: whilst we're on your emceeing role, couldn't you, whilst you were the MC explain to Joe Biden what are the name of our prime minister so they didn't have to call him the
1: fellow from down under? I think that, you know, Scott Morrison should be happy of all the things that he's been called over the years. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most benign.
2: We, sh- we shouldn't worry that Joe Biden called... You know, ScoMo, what's his name, from down under, because at least he got the hemisphere right. <laughs> and for it's Joe true. Biden, that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> that's pretty good.
3: The thing I've been following about this is is our offending France by yes. taking away the contract that we had with them to build the submarines that they were going to deliver late and over over budget. Um but I feel like if anyone should understand infidelity, it's the French. <laughs>
4: I, liked, uh,
1: I liked their line. they were talking about how they found out about it and what were they going to do about it. And, and one of them said, all we can do is observe and regret. And that sounds like the name of your national anthem. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please stand for observe and regret. The sounds like the worst
3: person in the threesome.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but and now we've course, got this we've got these. China, we're, yeah, we're taking yeah. on China.
0: That's that's a, that's what it's it's all really about China, isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well maybe AUKUS which does sound like someone treading on a duck, actually. It's not <laughs> near as elegant as Anzus. Anyway, AUKUS <laughs> Um will stop China declaring that Sydney Harbour is part of the South China Sea <laughs> and maybe building a naval base on Fort Denison. That would be nice. Well,
0: they've already, they've I already hope bought. It works. They've already bought the Darwin one. Why not ours?
2: Exactly. I can see. I can see a, um, You know, a naval base on Fort Denison. Denison. Well, I, I, so just... I have mixed feelings about it
3: because it's going to be really good for Adelaide as a city, and I don't think they need more of a superiority complex. We're free settlers. We're free settlers.
0: <laughs> That's right. They might work on their accent a little bit more to differentiate <laughs> it from the rest of the. Of now, the I don't country. know if
1: this is ethical from an animal's treatment point of view, but do we need submarines? Part of me is thinking you could just put GoPros on sharks. Because <laughs> Australia's got the one thing Australia's got a lot of is is the sharks. Yeah. Heaps of sharks. Just if they, if you just want to observe the coast, just snap some head cameras on those guys. The, I, I've been reading. A friend of mine was telling me about the the emu war, which I had not known about. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why we're not weaponizing the emus as border patrol. Uh, kangaroos run the supply lines. Uh, snakes and spiders are sort of a backup defense. I think <laughs> yeah. you have a I, lot I of natural you, defense here. I think your friend might have misunderstood the emu
0: wars. Uh, the emus were not part <laughs> of the Australian military. The emus were, were against the Australian military. And crucially, <laughs> this is the important part, crucially,
1: one... <laughs> well that's, the part, that's why we have to get them on side i'm aware of yeah, the could... time they were fighting against but you know we brought the southerners in the united states bring the emus into the federation they're right I there on the it's coat a of great arms
2: idea. it's a great idea the coat of arms exactly yeah. and you've got the sharks with the gopros and then you've got the dolphins actually putting the explosives onto the ships that come into our territorial Waters, like, they didn't they used to do that in the Second World War? Didn't they train dolphins?
0: Yeah, yes, absolutely. And the thing about the, the emu, of course, is that the reason why it's on the coat of arms is because of its characteristics. It never goes backwards. It always goes forward, like the kangaroo.
3: It's also a giant chicken with a snake for a neck and the mad eyes of a lunatic. I
2: don't trust emus.
0: <laughs> but imagine the effect of on a, on a, on a follower and enemy. You know, it'd be fantastic, <laughs> wouldn't it?
2: <laughs> and that noise they make, that sort of weird honk. Yeah. But, but, you know, the male emu looks after the female emu, lays the eggs and then wanders off forward in a forward direction, <laughs> not looking back, and the male emu sits there. You should relate to this, Alice. Being yeah, pregnant, true. so the male emus sit for however many years it takes to hatch an emu egg. On the eggs, they look after the little ones too. Well, let, they,
0: let they be an example to all of us.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. In, in parenthood rather than warfare, maybe. We don't get credit for doing the bare minimum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, now, who might be getting an early mark when it comes to certain freedoms?
3: Oh, this is us. This is us. The, 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 the privileged, the double jabbed. We're going we're gonna to get free. Um, we're going to have a picnic free, Free-ish. With, with rules, which is my favourite kind of picnic.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And, and according to the ABC, the ABC's done the numbers and they, we might even get it maybe earlier than people think. They, they're saying we might get 70% on October 8, which means the opening would be on October 11, which means by the Saturday in the middle of October, we'd all be free to do whatever we want to do.
2: Uh, Whatever limits. we want. Within limits. Whatever within
0: we want. As, as long as it involves wearing masks indoors, not having too many <laughs> friends, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> etc. Et, et, like, et cetera.
2: I want freedoms like go to the hairdresser. I know men go, huh, why hairdressers? That's because women can cut men's hair, and I've cut my husband's hair with secateurs or a blender or anything, and it just doesn't matter. But your, no your, woman your is hus- going to... Your
0: husband, who is no, now known around the district as Van Gogh,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, his ear has got a small nick on it. That's absolute. have you seen him lately? That's true. <laughs> yeah, the blender probably wasn't – you know, the stick blender wasn't a way to go, but the secateurs have been working fine. But we, we I wouldn't let him near my hair, for example, I'd, unless I, you know, I want to go for the spaniel in the washing machine look. And then we've got the freedom to browse in shops and to fondle fabrics that you wouldn't – buying a fit and the freedom to try on shoes that haven't been chewed by the dog and check out swimming costumes that won't fit because we've got all that COVID kilos and you Life Boy and a muffin top over the top of my trackies that goes (laughs) down to my knees and the freedom to cancel all those TV streamers because there's been nothing nothing good on TV since the Queen's Gambit. And you're down to Highlander and you're 500 episodes behind. So <laughs> we,
0: <laughs> The, queen's, the queen's Gambit they're going to have to take off because they're being sued. What for? They're being sued because at one point in it they say, oh, this, here's a shot of, a, of, a, of, a, of a, the, the greatest female chess player of the previous generation. And they name a real live person and they say, Inter- interesting fact about her, she never, she never played a man well, apparently not true, played lots of men, beat them. She's now suing them for running down her achievements.
2: Well, I've just read The Queen's Gambit, which is a brilliant book, and it's the same author who wrote The Hustler and Easy Money and all those are great books, and, and they've all been made in films. And I remember that being mentioned, but I can't remember whether they said she I think he might be, He might have got it wrong and they just looked at the book and didn't double-check. Mm. But can't they just go back and fix it with in post with these kind of high-tech
3: things that they have, like deep fake, where just all of a sudden it's an, it's an overlay or That's you right. just hear the Look voice Look at that woman who
0: beat lots of men.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just an unconvincing two-dimensional drawing just comes in and makes a correction and then we carry
0: on. Uh, are you looking so f- forward to Freedom-ish Day, Alice?
3: I'm looking forward to Freedom-ish Day, although Freedom-ish Day falls at the same time as uh, me having a baby-ish day. So I'll be allowed to go to a cafe just when I cannot go to a cafe.
2: <laughs> you will be the cafe.
3: <laughs> I will be the cafe, devastatingly. I will become a cafe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's true. Baby chinos for everyone. Yes, baby yeah, I think chinos. I might be
3: the first person in history to find that the arrival of a baby coincides with more freedom.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, t- Tommy, uh, according to the ABC, we might, we might get there as early as uh, as october Look, first
1: off i hope that we are tracking it right down to the person we've had i think a bad habit in this pandemic of blaming a lot of patient zeros naming and shaming that guy who started the outbreak mm-hmm. that person who went over the border and did all the terrible yep, stuff yeah well i am hoping that whoever that jab is as soon as they knock the needle <laughs> into the shoulder balloons come out of the ceiling Streamers, we would like to thank John Sebastian for being
0: the 70th percent. And then uh, Mary or Barry or Samantha or whoever it is. You've got Uh, us over the line. Yay, you.
2: And they get a car. As well. They win something.
0: They get carried over the Sydney Harbour Bridge on the shoulders of masked men.
1: (laughs) I have to say, though, I mean, I am am looking um, forward. Uh, to the freedom, but I'm a little concerned about the way that some of the new ways of the world will change back that I quite like. Uh, like my wife and I used to occasionally uh, shop together, and that was a difficult experience. As <laughs> we would have slight arguments about which brand to choose, uh, perhaps how much of a certain piece of produce to get, uh, which ones to pick, what aisles. You know, I have my way of shopping, she has her way of shopping, and I've just gotten very used to you know, a variety of running texts as she remembers what I was sent to get. And just so, as easily, uh, <laughs> I send texts as well. Don't forget, don't forget, don't forget.
0: So the rule, and- only one person uh, able to shop at one time, that should be kept. What, what other rules should be kept. I mean, one of the other things that's changed you, you get into the back of the taxi like an English person. Now you don't get into the front anymore. Should that stay? I, I don't know. There's a whole list of
1: things that have changed. Some of them maybe should stay. Yeah, I think that should stay too. That was, that's the way it is in America. You never get in the front seat of a cab. So I always found it quite off putting, uh, to get into the front seat. Uh, I just felt a little too connected. I don't, I don't want my taxi driver to be like my friend. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for taking me to the airport. It is so good of you. Uh, it was th- th- th-
2: always a patronising gesture, really.
1: <laughs> and yeah. though it was
2: supposed to indicate how democratic you were and how equal you were. you
3: still... No, I did
1: not want it at all. I just want to get straight in the back and put my head down on my phone.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: you I mean, it drive. is a little patronising, Gene. It's like you get in the front and then you get a little toy steering wheel just to show you <laughs> you're the same as the taxi driver <laughs> to equalise you. I think the biggest problem about this uh, 70%, 80% vaccination rule that you'll be allowed to do things if you're vaccinated is, you know, vaccine passports. How are they going to do them? How are they going to enforce them? They'll either be like a risk to privacy or they'll be like difficult to police or easy to fake. Uh, What I think they should have done is um, do a sort of a, a microchip through nanotechnology in the actual vaccine. I don't know why they haven't thought of this. They should just do a <laughs> <more>. <laughs>
1: Make
2: it easier to track.
1: And if they could connect it to 5G so we get better service.
2: Yep.
1: A <laughs> little uh,
2: Bill Gates in our yeah. bloodstream. I mean, who would
0: think of something that brilliant? you would have to be, I don't know, Bill Gates.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have Tommy Dean, Alice Fraser and Jean Kitson. Uh, last question from this week's news. Which... Which migrant is hoping to migrate to Western Sydney?
2: Oh well. This is Christina Keneally. Like when I think of heartwarming, inspiring migrant success stories, I often think Christina Keneally, an incredible <laughs> story of endurance in the face of advantage. <laughs> Reaching the pinnacles of power with only the help of more leg ups and a chorus line. (laughs) Christina was born in Las Vegas It's a notoriously hard town And she arrived in Australia With nothing but an arts degree Which is only useful If you roll it up and swat flies with it And she took all the mucky jobs That no one else wanted Like being Premier of New South Wales And now, of course, she's in the Senate And she wants a big vote of thanks And I say, fair enough
0: Fair enough. But uh, poor old Anthony Albanese has got in trouble, hasn't he? Because he's defended Christina Keneally by saying, because people said, oh, it's a, ma- it's a seat. It's got lots of migrants. And there's a great migrant uh, person with a migrant story who who is lined up to be uh, the, the local MP. And he said, well, if you want a migrant, Christina's a migrant. In fact, in fact, he said, I've got an Italian name.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> so, a little awkward. So, uh, 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 I, like, I sort of get it. To a certain extent, because, you know, I think locals are much more likely to get local stuff and this lady is a, a local and a migrant and she, like, has connections to the community. But I, I always find these conversations sort of slightly awkward because when it comes to ethnicity, I, I'm, I've got a more of a Star Trek approach, You know, like how in Star Trek they're all just people doing their jobs, but occasionally it'll come up and be relevant in the episode because they go to the planet of the vaguely Japanese-type aliens or whatever,
4: you know, (laughs) and then
3: afterwards they all kind of go back to their jobs. So I think you have to figure out whether it is relevant. But I think here it is relevant. This is a lady who's got, like, deep connections to the community, and I don't think Christina Keneally has deep connections to (laughs) anything or anyone.
0: Yeah, although Paul Keating says she's such a good political operator, maybe she'd be a really great representative for people who need a bit more political power.
2: But that's not what they're claiming she's therefore she's uh, anthony albanese is saying she's representing diversity and it, you know and he's saying he represents diversity too he's another migrant who spent twenty years mastering the art of not being bill shorten <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: Tommy, you've but got a deep deep interest in australian politics how how do you
1: uh i love state politics everyone knows my love for state politics this is federally this is federal. Uh, <laughs> This is federal. Well, I mean, she used to be state politics. That's yeah, why I know true. the yeah, Christina okay, Keneally yeah, story okay, yeah. from my love of state politics. Mm. Uh, I did lose her a bit when she went national. It seemed a bit highfalutin and unnecessary. <laughs> I felt like she lost a little bit of contact with the people in New South Wales. Uh, that was disappointing. <laughs> um, but also, she and I share a very similar story. I, like her, am a migrant mm. uh, from, from a the disadvantaged from a beleagu- country, country yeah. of America. Um, who have, you know, embarrassingly been put last in the AUKUS acronym. <laughs> <laughs> Deeply troublesome. And, and, and I understand, you know, I do understand at times people want the story to be heart-wrenching. Um, you know, Ando famously tells the story of, you know, his migration to Australia and how he had to come out on a leaky boat and how difficult it was. And, and I, I, don't, I don't know that it's about one-upping. You know, like I had a very difficult migration as well. Like, I mean, I was booked on a Qantas flight, but it was a co-share with United (laughs) Airlines. So I didn't even get an actual Qantas jet. And then I came here in 1992. And that was, you know, in a time when airlines only showed one movie on drop-down screens above your head. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Devastating.
1: And they didn't even give me my headphones till 20 minutes into the movie. Uh-huh. Like, so I had oh. no idea what was happening.
0: See? Give You're... this
1: man a seat in Parliament.
2: Well, he I'm struggled we with to... his cu- culture, an alien culture. You struggled with it.
1: Like... I'm just saying, you know, if you, the migrant, I think we even, you know, we put too much cachet into the word. Migrant, by definition, just means someone who moves to somewhere else, most likely for work. Mm. That's all it is for so all and, of us. And may not have travelled first class. Yeah, and in, in
3: many ways, different. being a migrant is just an admission that you were born in the wrong place. Yeah.
0: And you had, to, you had to rectify that through your own personal <laughs> <laughs> just, travel. Uh, Tommy Dean, world. Alice Fraser, and Jean Kitson are here for Thank God It's Friday. Thank
3: God It's Friday with Richard Glover.
0: We have Tommy Dean, Alice Fraser and Jean Kitson. We also have The Wheel of Death, which is coming up in just a second. Uh, The other thing I wanted to mention, Jean, you've got a podcast coming out. It's got an intriguing title, No Laughing Matter, but a really serious um, subject matter.
2: Yes, actually, it's a lot of entertainers and comedians are reading stories of people who have been affected by family sexual abuse, their stories. So um, it's been, it's called No Laughing Matter. It's really great to listen to them, share their stories, give them a sense that people are listening and we'll get onto the next big obstacle, really, the next big challenge, and that's to, uh, you know, eliminate familial and family and, you know, sexual abuse from family and friendship. Okay, but you can go on
0: to wherever you get your podcasts, uh, put in No Laughing Matter especially yeah, if, you're, to yeah, of... if, if you want to, someone who wants to learn about this or someone who's been affected by themselves, this is a good thing to listen to.
2: Yeah, it's great. It's, it's um, beautifully done and very affecting and really important to listen to. So yeah. so that's good. Thank you.
0: No Laughing Matter podcast with Jean Kitts and Alice Fraser is here. Tommy Dean is, is here. Now, uh, some people are suggesting that we need some incentives to encourage the last 20% of people or so to get vaccinated. What inducement would induce you, Alice Fraser? Uh, for me... Actually, the uh, word, the induce, the word <laughs> inducement might not be the right one to use to a pregnant woman.
3: <laughs> well, for me, uh, it was just the sure and certain knowledge that I am not a balloon. I wanted to know, uh, get a needle stuck in me, found out for sure that I'm not a balloon. I feel like a balloon. I look like a balloon. Not a balloon. Very reassuring. <laughs>
0: Worth it to get a jab, just to check, <laughs> just to check. Tommy, what would it? What would it attract you to, if, if you weren't already, what would attract you?
1: Well, I was, I was uh, first up, um, so excited. Um, I just like shots. Hmm. Like, I get the flu shot every year just because, and you know, I don't know, I was only just a couple of years ago, found out there's a variety of flu shots to choose from, um, and, but I got them all. <laughs> well, one, in, one in each arm and, and a third in the bum? Yeah, I haven't, had, I haven't had any. any. In fact, I just found out. I'm very excited about this. I've, um, I'm, I'm actually exploring proper job scenarios to make up for my non-comedy world at the moment. Mm-hmm. And um, one of those jobs required an immunization check. And I was happy to find out I do not have my hepatitis B shots. So I'm getting that. <gasps> Gee, you're lucky. You're getting everything. <laughs> So good. Yeah. Uh, do you get so 300, know, do you get 300 bucks I, for each one or what? Well, I mean, I think ultimately uh, there is some sort of payout. But I think, I think just the satisfaction of getting the needle is, is – is, is, I don't know why that's not inducement enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not dying is quite a good inducement. Quite a good inducement. And, you know, being being cool with your friends. You know, that's a good one. Don't yeah. you want to put that frame around your face on Facebook? You can't just make that up. <laughs> Well, apparently in the
3: Philippines, they're doing a lottery for cows uh, if you get the vaccine shot. And I just think that solves the vaccine passport problem because nobody's going to be like, is that the vaccine cow or is that a cow you brought from home?
1: (laughs) The government could also, they don't even have to like do anything. You know, the whole dine and entertainment voucher system. They don't have to give us new vouchers, just extend the uh, expiration date. So many of us have vouchers that we didn't get to use. Just say, hey, look, if we get to that 90 percentile, we'll open that window back up and you can use those to go bowling.
0: You could include Mr. Albanese's 300 bucks with Alice's Thai, Thailand cow by just saying you can have give people a choice. You can have 300 bucks or the
1: other one.
4: Oh, nice. <laughs> it's brutal. <It's> brutal. Like, <laughs> what about
1: truly bring your own? Like bring your cow to a Thai restaurant and then have them serve it to you. <laughs> but only if you're vaccinated. Only if you're vaccinated. Well, What would induce
0: you, Jean?
2: Well, that wouldn't. (laughs) That's putting me off. I am vaccinated, but I think everyone, I think to induce people should get people's mothers to ring them. Hello, it's your mother. I hear you haven't had your vaccination yet. I'm so disappointed in you. Mm. No, no, actually, I'm ashamed. Ashamed. You won't do something so simple to help your community, to protect your family, your fa- parents. You don't care sorry, about the, the, the
0: next sentence, surely, Jean, is because I, I, you know, I'm a parent too. The next sentence is: this is the this is the thing that has disappointed me most about you since dot dot dot. <laughs> yes.
2: That's right. Since you wouldn't shave your legs. <laughs>
0: Just and so you clear. went Since to you, that t-
2: wedding without a bra.
0: Since you took so long to be potty trained.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
1: And Just don't so tell clear, me though. your
2: body's a temple, your body's a
1: skip. Ah. <laughs> Just so we're clear, though, it, it it really depends on, like I like the idea of the motherly disappointment, but mine was the literally the exact opposite. You you got the vaccination? Oh, uh, yeah. I am <laughs> so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> this is your <laughs> mum, right? That you would fall for this government scam
2: oh no oh no
1: (laughs) but i think maybe it's the opposite you know like i think inducements were a good idea for a while and i think the last 20 percent, it should be the opposite it should be you know what if you don't get it we're turning off your netflix oh no that's brutal (laughs) yeah just take stuff away from them this is what happens you don't get the nice things if you don't do the nice thing well, You've got,
3: you 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 got to have carrot and stick. But so interestingly, good. a big enough carrot is a stick. Yeah, hit him with
0: it hard. <laughs> but do you think the only trouble about that is it be, because of lockdown, everyone's now watched everything that's on Netflix. I mean, I went in there the other day and it was empty. I watched everything, there was nothing left. It was just, true, a, a, just an empty bucket.
1: <laughs> the Netflix has introduced the uh, the play something button. Have you seen the play something button? It's for people that don't know how to make decisions anymore. So you, can't, you don't want to pick your own show, which was the whole joy of streaming services. Now you just play something, uh, which in one <laughs> way, I uh, tried to explain to my children, is what TV used to <laughs> That's be. That's
0: right. <laughs> they've reinvented you know what, television.
1: Yeah, you know what the play something was? The play something button was called on. Yeah. You press the you on do, button you, and the TV played something and you watched it. <laughs> they've reinvented Channel 7 in 1962.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> What movie are we going to watch tonight? Die Hard Three, because that's what Channel Nine says we're watching. <laughs> we're watching it. We're watching now. Are
0: you ready for the wheel of uh, the wheel of death?
1: Now I'm going to be the cautious. wheel of. Let's call it the wheel of vaccination. Right? The wheel of
0: not death. I'm the wheel be, of freedom. I'm going to have to be uh, cautious in this circumstance because because we're all in the studio. You're at home, and I'm in the studio, and so I've got the, the wheel very close to me, and I've got my headphones on. And last week, when I spanned the wheel my headphone cord got caught up in the wheel. Uh, no! And it took me some t- I didn't hear what your – I don't know. I suppose it was good, Tommy. I, I didn't hear most of it because I was being strangled on the floor.
2: <laughs> I, yes, like Isadora Duncan. Right. Also,
1: uh, I would assume then that your son will not let you use his lathe. Yeah, I'm not going to go near it.
0: Uh, okay, so here I'm going to hold my cord back. I'm going to stand a bit away from it this week, uh, and I'm going to read out the topics which uh, jigsaw – uh, school, uh, school, school reports. Pirate, chili, turnip, billy cart, letterbox, cruise, egg timer, uh, me time, slug, licorice, all sorts, uh, goggles and polka dots. Which ones fill you full of fear, Tommy? Goggles. Goggles.
1: Goggles, it's just, they, they're they like glasses for people that don't need glasses. Oh. I don't understand goggles at well, all.
0: If this ends up strangling me, it's been good knowing you.
1: Here we go. Round, know know round and round and round it goes. Where it stops. No one knows. It would be exciting, though, after all these years of the wheel of death, if the wheel actually killed some of you.
0: <laughs> Kill me. Kill the <laughs> yeah. spinner. Kill
1: the spinner, not the yarn spinner.
0: That's right. It's school reports. Tommy Dean, school oh, reports. How
1: topical is year 11 in my household comes to a close. School reports are out. I adore the Australian school report system. Uh, In America, we don't get, we get get a report card, but it's literally just a letter grading of your various subjects and that's it. I love the cut and paste personalization of comments directed directly at my daughter. She is a great (laughs) student, always on time, direct and to the point, could speak up a bit more. I love that. I love it so much. Each and every one. She really tries very hard. A Pleasant to have in class. Should probably speak up a bit more. But I keep saying, why don't you speak up more? And they say... <laughs> so annoying. I just won't say it. Uh, what's weird is uh, we ask them every night because this last month or two with homeschooling, uh, dinner time is been. We've actually had more talks about school since the school is in our house than when they went to school. Uh, we actually have them at the dinner table at dinner time, and how was school online today? And they tell us about their classes and how they went. And I find it quite interesting that they seem quite in, you know involved. In some of the projects, like one of the projects was for law. One of the girls is in a law class, and uh, we were discussing the various appellate courts and hmm. all the different ways the court system works in Australia, and it was quite telling. And then you get the report card, and sure enough, she's nailed uh, law. And then uh, she presented a, a ABO uh, recently that if we don't get her a car once <laughs> she gets her driver's license, <laughs> and I don't, i suddenly feel outclassed. I don't know how to deal. <laughs> The threats that education is bringing to this household, uh, but I, I, I like that. I like that. That's an apprehended c- vehicle order, by the way.
4: <laughs>
1: oh, they would take it. They. Um, I like. I also like the uh, the system of it rates the person as well as the ac- academic achievement. Hmm, yeah. So what we've always argued for the entirety of our children's school is the only grade on the report we care about. Is the mark for effort? Hmm. If effort is a five, we risk can fall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At least you tried. You gave it your best. Uh, so that's been. We've paid a lot of money out for big efforts. <laughs> financial rewards for oh, efforts. you five. go
0: for the financial rewards. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: controversial. It was controversial, uh, especially once uh, they, you know, they started somehow, like, how can you, because like, we didn't really work out the logic, we assumed that with effort would come success, and I was surprised <laughs> how often they would have effort five achievement uh, average. Uh, I, don't, this is, I don't understand how you can I, I try so I think the so problem hard.
3: there is, that it, is the effort needs to be applied in the right direction. There's, I mean, it, there's a lot of effort to put your head up against a wall and then push really hard, but it's not necessary. Achieving what you wanted to achieve.
1: And to this day, I don't really know what sound means. <laughs> it's one of the ratings. She's sound. Sound, really? Because the trouble
0: is these days, the teachers don't entirely tell you what they think. Whilst in my day, they told you absolutely, they were vicious, weren't they, Jim? The school reports oh, were absolutely They would say things like, uh, the improvement in Richard's handwriting has only served to reveal the incompetence of his spelling. <laughs> things like that.
2: <laughs> exactly. They were ruthless. Never listens. I've given up. Yeah. She won't go anywhere. It
0: would take a particularly large... Carrot to get this donkey to move. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Now, now it is all 100 percent support. Every everything, no matter how bad they're doing, it, there's still a chance for them. You know, they, there's a silver lining everywhere. She didn't do terribly well in this class this year, but we can see the potential. Yeah, yeah, nothing but potential. So that's exciting. Uh, but they a finished pe- year a 11. potential car owner, I'd say, is the yeah, main potential. Thing. Yeah. That's what they want. They're playing for cars. Uh, I'm on the hook for two Morris Miners. <laughs> No wonder you're see- seeking employment. Yes. <laughs>
2: Morris Miners? Like old cars?
1: I don't know. It's, it's, oh, it's a you just car. made that up. <laughs> no, they, you're well, not I, a no, car person. I, I, it's a running joke in our, when we go on driving, is that they hate Morris Miners. And every time I see one, I'll get you one of those. <laughs> 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 I'll get you one of those. I'll get you one of those. Did
0: you get school, good school reports yourself, Tommy?
1: I did. I graduated with distinction. Hmm? Um, mm. and, uh, and, it, and it actually caused me to not trust authority. Uh, because, uh, like an example, uh, I did a book report once and, uh, one of the, you could present your book report in a variety of ways. And one of the choices was you could present as a character in the book and explain the book from your character's point of view in costume and, uh, being of the theatrical bent, that is the mode that I took Mm -hmm. and I made it all up. I read the back page of the book in the first chapter and I bluffed my way for four minutes with an excellent wide brimmed hat. (laughs) and a very not good knowledge of the Great Gatsby.
0: I, I, love the, I love the way that a technique you first used when you were 15 is still your guiding light during, thank like God, exactly, a Friday appearances exactly. all these on.
1: I got an A-plus in that class, distinctions in English and understanding of literature, and I still don't even know what the Great Gatsby is about. <laughs> and I was haunted by it. Every cruise ship I ever went on, As every Friday night, they had a Gatsby night where they all danced around and mocked my lack of knowledge. Well, it's about the shallow life of rich people. That's all you need to know. I'm sure I'll. I I hope I mentioned that. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. Does he die, ladies and gentlemen? Does he
0: die or does he, does he, does he he, he live? My English is.
1: teacher says A+.
0: Plus. The Excellent a plus. costume. Yes. Well, at least five for Could five. try harder, I would <laughs> say.
1: <laughs> to be fair, my other favorite one once uh, I once had to do a report on Africa, the continent, and again, same idea, bluffed my way comedically. Uh, for four minutes all the way through an oral report on Africa. And the teacher, I thought, quite fairly said, "Uh, Class, I would just like to congratulate Tommy on a very entertaining presentation, and I would also like to remind you that everything he said is incorrect.
0: (laughs) A lot, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. uh, Tommy Jean, Alice Fraser, and Gene Kitson are with us. An Italian man, Nicholas Gentile, has won the support of Lord of the Rings actors, including Elijah Wood, after revealing that he lives and dresses as a hobbit, and has a plan to transform two hectares of land in the Italian countryside into a hobbit village. You can see pictures of this guy. He looks terrific. Which fictional world would you like to inhabit and why? Jen Kitson.
2: Well, I love the idea of a hobbit. That just sounds great. That's a whole life, you know, isn't it? I can see <laughs> in his with his vegetables and inside the house and outside the house in the little village and everything, you know, just gorgeous and sort of miniature and manageable um but I, I i wouldn't like to live like that myself when i thought about it i immediately thought of a fantasy world being like hogwarts but i wouldn't like the whole hog hog of hogwarts <laughs> i would like um dumbledore to live in dumbledore's office i would like all the the candles, the phoenix, I, I'd probably have a cockatoo, I suppose, a, you know, a bird and all the ancient books and the mysterious scientific instruments. But mainly I would like that magical item known as the pensive or the pensive which lives in a cupboard, and the pensive is that bowl when you, where you just t- draw a thread out of your mind with your wand and you go back and you remember everything from that time. So when people ring me up and go, remember that conversation I had last week and with you, <laughs> and I'm thinking... Who are you? When? What? What did we say? I could just go, hold on a minute, and go in, and then I get total recall. And I go, yes, of course. How are the renunculars going?
0: <laughs> and now you could do it when you're walking into the kitchen. By the time you get to the kitchen, you've forgotten what you're coming for. You could just reach into the This is
2: the pensive and draw it out. I know, the butter. <laughs> <Yes>. Of course.
0: <laughs> Alice Fraser, what fictional world do you want to inhabit?
3: Well, it has to be genre fiction. It has to be like romance or crime novels or like fantasy. It has to be a genre because the last thing you want is to be a, a character in a depressing modern comedy comedy of manners where they're all having horrible, sophisticated sociopathic affairs with one another. Like you want a genre where good things happen to good people and everything happens uh, in the best and you, you end up, Living happily ever after. So, I reckon you probably want like like probably a G-rated romance novel. <laughs> the, the, the slightly more racy ones tend to be uh, they, they they feel like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because <laughs> Mills and Boone have levels, right? You know, they they have sort of uh, the, the the Black series or something, and uh, you know, and the, and the 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 more bland ones.
3: Yes. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't want any like. You don't want them to be deploying the euphemisms real hard. You, you just want the curtains to gently close because then you can yeah. relax. Once a month. <laughs> yeah.
0: Tommy Dean, what fictional world do you want to live in?
1: Look, uh, I was looking at movies and, and literature and my concern was, as like Alice pointed out, is I have sense a sense, but I've long discovered, that uh, authors exist mostly to torture characters.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Nothing Nothing good. Even if something good happens, it soon gets taken away because that's how a good story gets hmm. told. You can't tell a good story what, what's the,
0: What's the point of Oliver Twist if he's got a full, you know, big meal and happy yeah. life?
1: So, like, like, part of me, well, you know, first for fun, I was going to say that I'd like to live in Angela's ashes, but, you know, up to, uptown.
0: <laughs> and, and <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I want to be,
0: like... be the people who are down, try, you know, who are stomping yeah, on yeah. those. In I mean,
1: Oliver Twist, but you know, one of the lords. <laughs> 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 I'll be that. But then I started thinking for real fun video games. Like, wouldn't it be fun, I think, uh, to just be a non player character in Grand Theft Auto Five. I mean, just <laughs> to be a resident in a city where just mayhem happens every day. You're not directly part of it, but just wherever you go, you just never know when you're going to get to see a carjacking or somebody's going to steal your bicycle and ride off. There's people going crazy all around you. The traffic is just unbelievable, but it clears so quickly. And The best part (laughs) is, from listening at what it's like to live there, even if you were accidentally sniped by a guy, you spawn straight back. Yeah. There's only five people in Grand Theft Auto, and they live everywhere. And even <laughs> when terrible things happen to them, they pop up again a moment later, still having fun. No matter how bad it is, your life is good a couple of seconds later. It's like a, it's like a
0: biblical te- it's a resurrection. It sounds like resurrection written right there. Yeah, but just every day. Imagine
1: if Jesus came back every day, every single day. Nice try, fellas. Sounds Bellas. like Groundhog anyway, Day. Yeah, it, it kind of is. But and but there's you know it's such an extensive world. You can spend some days on the beach, go up in the mountains. Uh, you can catch flights. Uh, you know, you can't really go very far because mm-hmm. it's an island nation and some sort of invisible border that keeps you inside of it. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> like Australia at the moment. <laughs>
0: Has it occurred to you that Grand Theft Auto might be the real world, and this world in which we, which we inhabit is is simply the that is the computer game? I think about that a
1: lot, actually, like way too much. <laughs> I live in You don't want to live time. in Matrix. No, every time I go to sleep, I'm afraid, what if I wake up and you change games? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, no, no, I'm in Frogger. And I'm trying to get across the street.
0: <laughs> Who were the winners and losers of this week? Alice Fraser.
3: Uh, the winners of this week were Prince Philip's Will, which is, gets to stay secret for 90 years. Or, or as we call it, about one Prince Philip
0: worth
3: of <laughs> time. Uh, so oh. And, 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 it's, and it's, it's
0: going to be kept secret at the, in news today because they don't want to embarrass the Queen. That was a, so. It implies that there's something embarrassing about it.
3: it yeah, there's an enormous collection of. Adult toys that Prince <laughs> he's lovingly named oh, each one and given or, or it to or a more, or more likely, different
0: waitress in a different city. Or, or, or more likely a sort of suspiciously large uh, will left to, you know.
2: A lot of suspicious.
3: Susan
0: women. or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, yes. Susan yeah.
0: Susan um, of uh, Sydney, you know, I don't know.
3: Uh, that, I mean, look, I I don't know what it is, but it's definitely a win for his will to be able to to remain secret for another ninety years. Uh, presumably, the Queen might be dead by then. Um, and uh, the winners of the week are the people who are making fun of tradies on Twitter. And what they have won is a lot of angry people.
0: <laughs> Why are they making fun of seen that? Why are they making fun of tradies?
3: Oh, so tradies have have been told that they have to eat outside. They can't eat in the lunchroom. And uh, then some people called them soft and then everyone told the people who called the tradies soft that they should go and get booted out of space and kicked into a river and have their heads put into a cow and all sorts of I, things. I, 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 kind I, of I, those things. Well,
0: I agree with that assessment. Uh, Jean, who were the winners and losers?
2: Well, the winners are definitely people who are vaccinated because they have a very good chance of making it through to Christmas and beyond. And, of course, the losers are those who haven't been vaccinated, who are going to be prodded by cattle prods and have a bell tied round your neck. And you'll have to yell out unclean, unclean, like the lepers in the old days, and you won't be allowed on public transport and you'll have a lot of people making meaningful comments about organ donation
0: to you. Well, it's either cattle or a cattle it's either the cattle prod or cattle. If you Yeah,
1: the if you're <laughs> Exactly. In the
2: right... Do you want the prod or the cow?
1: Yeah, if you're the in cattle. the right place. Who were the winners and losers? Very quickly, Tommy Dean. Oh uh, look, I think the big winner is I probably can't name them just yet, but let's just say uh, somebody hired me. To do a job <laughs> And I'm a little shocked That they had processes <laughs> in place To explore experience And qualifications And somehow They still said Come on in next yeah. week
0: Tommy's got so. a job What a good moment Yay! To end the uh, TJF With Tommy Dean Alice Fraser And Gene Kitson Thanks for being I part of it you know. Next week Sarah McDonald Will be in the chair Gene and Tommy will be back Joined by Angela Lavois-Pierre Until then I'm Richard Glover And thank God thank It's you. Friday Good night We all in
4: a yellow